Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. Where I Come From I didn't forget where I came from. I just realized I couldn't stay there. I don't know who this quote is from, but that pretty much sums up my life from the age of 16 on. While I've written many times about the good qualities of the South, like manners for one, I was struck all at once at a fairly young age with the knowledge that I needed to leave home. I didn't have a specific place in mind to go, but the push to get out was undeniable. I took steps to accomplish that incrementally as Well, I wasn't so much of a pioneer in those days. First, I went to a small girls' college in South Carolina, where I learned how to have an original thought. Then on to the University of Alabama, where I learned how to really party. After college, I moved over to Atlanta, where I took a stab at working and supporting myself. This is not to say I got a good job all on my own. The Southern way is that if someone in your family knows someone in the business that seems like a good fit for you, you're all but guaranteed to be hired. I tested that out pretty good when I sat sweating in a small room with an electric typewriter as part of my hiring experience. I'd never seen one of those things and couldn't figure out why it wouldn't work when I pressed the keys. Finally, the man interviewing me came back in and showed me how to power it up, but I suspect everyone he knew had a good laugh about it later. I was learning my way into life, into myself, and into my place in a much bigger world than I had ever known. I knew I wanted more than I thought was available at home, but not knowing what else there was made imagining my future a little blurry. I found a friend in a quote by Ellen DeGeneres, Procrastinate now, don't put it off, and took that to heart, but... After a while, it seemed like I was living my life exactly the way I always had, trying to figure out what was the right thing to do and then do it. That way, I pretty much blended into the scenery. Well, I decided I needed to challenge myself, so one day, on a whim, I bought and then wore for months a red, layered, long, Farrah Fawcett-style wig. Even with the passage of time, I can think of no reasonable explanation for this purchase, not to mention the attention I must have attracted as I wore it. Looking back, I recall how much I loved it and how sexy I felt in that wig, but I never did call it pretty. An older acquaintance finally told me I needed to ditch it, assuring me it was not a good look. Deflated, I went back to my old hair ways, wondering if this was all I was, just a young Southern girl waiting to get married. I recently found another quote that perfectly describes this interim period. Be a pineapple, stand tall, wear a crown, and be sweet on the inside. When I think about my wigless period, I remember the false persona I tried to adopt that would allow me to do things way outside the box. I applied to work as a waitress in a strip club across the street from the office building where I worked, without once wondering if anybody I knew might wander in. The manager told me to put on the outfit I would wear, and when I saw it was 
almost completely see-through. I not only couldn't put it on, I couldn't even come out of the dressing room. Finally, he asked me to meet him at the bar, where he bought me a Coke and told me he thought I needed a job with less visibility. We spent a good bit of time talking about this, and I left thinking what a nice man he was, so kind. I subsequently went to work in a black nightclub as a waitress, where the worst thing I had to wear was a short skirt. The owner, a white man, was the epitome of a greaseball, and I steered clear of him as much as I could. The tips were good, and one Saturday afternoon, I served Orlando Serpeda and his friends drinks, having fun chatting with him, although I had no idea he was a star baseball player. That job taught me things I never want to think about again, as well as also providing me with a guardian angel named Floyd, who had front teeth outlined in gold, which at the time I thought was really cool. He was a photographer for the nightclub and looked out for me the entire time I was there, steering me away from anyone he deemed dubious. I left much richer, a lot wiser in ways of a world I heretofore had no idea about, and itching to make my way up the corporate ladder, which seemed easy by comparison. So I did just that, hanging around TV and radio buyers at the advertising company where I worked, and doing my bookkeeping job after the regular workday. Eventually, I was given a small territory as a media buyer myself and I was launched on one of the most exciting and challenging careers of my life. From that job in Atlanta, I went to Detroit, then California. Next, I journeyed to Iran, Saudi Arabia, and finally a spiritual commune in Oregon. I credit my ability to adapt to these different environs to my nightclub job. It taught me how to roll with whatever showed up, and from there, I felt like I could pretty much figure anything out. I found out I could be a good salesperson for myself when I needed to, that pretending I could do something until I could wasn't that hard once I'd done it a few times, and that the world was just waiting for me to step out and see what was there. Well, today, I wouldn't give anything for my life, even though these days it's tame by comparison to my earlier years. I've been held by the universe, protected from harm too many times to count, and assured that I would be okay by many unlikely persons who had no reason to do so. I feel like my life has been lit by care and protection from the time I was a little girl until I grew up, which actually wasn't that long ago. I want to hold this vision for as long as I can because, as Steve Martin once said, a day without sunshine is like, you know, night. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on now that you ask podcast.com. Bye bye for now. <laughs>